start. Sooners of Oklahoma at 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Barry and Max Show. Today is the most special of all episodes because we have our first special guest. This guy was an All-American, Big 12 champ, arguably the greatest receiver in OU football history. And we'll talk about that a little bit. NFL receiver, played for the Ravens, played for the St. Louis Rams, uh, who was my team for a very long time. But uh, the one, Mr. Mark Clayton. What's up, Mark? What up, Barry? M. Sizzle, what's cracking, fam? Oh, man, just at the crib, man. Um, Wifey did a (laughs) (laughs) two-clap. Amazing. Uh, love it, but uh, man, down here in uh, lovely Dallas, you know, enjoying the, enjoying the heat. Got my son here for the summer, training with him, the family, kids, all the we got six, five, and four, keeping up with them, rug rats. And then, uh, you know, me and me and my lady getting getting our time where we get it. Family man, bro, I look at you, love it. Hey, uh, how old is the oldest now? Uh, 14. And what position? Yeah, almost is he my height. And I've seen uh, the pictures. Yeah, he so basketball. He's a guard, shooting guard. He's he's like a true shooting guard, but he like a defensive D and three kind of guard. Makes and, sense. And uh, football, he's a um, he he played on offense. He played running back last year, but we're working on getting getting him into the receiver position. And then on defense, he's he's a terror to me, <laughs> like safety linebacker, DN. Like they just move him all around. And Love he's, it. he's all over. But yeah. Good-looking kid, solid fourteen, <laughs> about to pass me. It's like crazy. So, um, how how involved are you in uh in football now nowadays? Just at at any level? Uh, pretty solidly involved. Um, you know, with on the NFL side, I'm still I'll still you know go out and spend time in Baltimore, do quite a bit of appearance stuff, and and engage with you know still the administration there and couple coaches that are still there and then you know the community itself uh there's just love and respect that that from from day one uh that, that still exists and then uh you know similar with uh Oklahoma you know I get there probably I don't know two times a year or so and you know probably doing the signing one of them times definitely get to the spring game and try to stay Try to stay update up to date on what's going on and you know what we're doing uh, recruiting wise and uh, especially now that BV's in the building, I'll definitely be spending a quite a bit more time engaging and and just really looking at the you know the program and, and the direction that we're going in a lot closer than I did you know with with your boy Lincoln. That's your boy Lincoln. That's your boy. Lincoln. <laughs> my boy. Oh my goodness! Although I did say I told I was like man I I, I would I would legit probably hit two thousand yards receiving in the offense with Lincoln. Yeah, Yo, MC, can legit. you imagine, bro? I I can't. I mean, well, I, I know I, I I tell people I, I was like man, look, we I mean it was it's crazy because of, I mean I know we're kind of gonna go through all this, but just the level of uh, knowledge and then skill that came on top of kind of what I already had just from. Been in a room with all y'all, and then after that, Daryl Wyatt coming in and kind of sharpening the tool. But uh, I couldn't imagine like the way they threw the ball. Uh, what what would have happened? Yeah, it would be insane, unbelievable, bro. I'm, I was thinking to myself, like, by the way, and then like the wide position is like a slot now. You know what I'm saying? Like all yeah. kind of opportunities all over the yeah. place. I remember back in our days, bro? It was three receiver spots and a, and a true big. Like it was a transmitter yeah. that was gonna be a. You know what I'm saying? It was gonna yep. be a big guy. They out there four five wide slinging it. Yeah, man. It's it's a new day. It's a new day. <laughs> For real. It's fun. Come on, man. Let's jump right in, MC. Obviously, we have you on the show, man. Your family love you to death. I want you to talk real quickly about your experience in coming into OU. You know, obviously, this is a this is a channel for a lot of OU fans. What what was it like going through the recruiting uh, experience and then actually stepping foot on campus as an Oklahoma Sooner? Walk us through that experience. Yeah, man. So recruiting in 1999 uh, is totally different from recruiting in 2022. (laughs) <laughs> like night and day, you know, back then it was, you know, for me, I wasn't expecting to be, you know, recruited or anything. I, I, 
I was I played football. I was a junior. I was actually on JV. I played quarterback, and I was suited up for varsity. I ended up playing varsity because our quarterbacks got hurt. Uh, I played one game at quarterback. wasn't that good. They moved me to receiver, and that was it was lights out. And after our seven on seven tournament at Texas A&M uh, in the spring, going into my my senior year, I got my first letter from A&M, and then over that summer, I got I started getting you know more letters, and so it was like Purdue and. Stanford, Vanderbilt, different schools like that. And as we got into the season after our, um, it was like a, a, we had a scrimmage. Uh, we played, it was like LD Bell and I scored three times. But after that one, then the letters just started pouring in. And I think, I know for a fact, we had a, at that time, a top five player on our team, Shadaya Mitchell. It's my boy to this day. Uh, everybody would come watch that, watch that guy. Like he was, you know, your punt return, kick return, running back, receiver, safety, like all over. But he was super fast dude, super athlete, uh, and everybody was on him. And uh, I just remember after that LD Bell game, the letters just came pouring in. And then uh, Oklahoma got on the map, and the guy by the name of Brent Venables came down to Arlington, Texas, and sat down with me uh, at at the, at the school. And man, I. I still remember that talk, you know, to this day. Uh, and as, you know, recruiting went forward, kind of narrowed down to Oklahoma, uh, Missouri, because they, you know, they were getting, they were throwing the ball. They were getting and throwing the ball quite a bit. And then later in my recruiting journey, Nick Saban had came came in because he had just got the job at LSU. Oh, wow. And uh, he had came through. And so my final three ended up being Oklahoma, LSU, and Missouri. Uh, really Oklahoma and, and, and LSU, their pitch was really good. and. You know, it was it was they went too far away, um, and I I didn't know nothing about Death Valley or any. I didn't even get to take a visit. It was so late oh, wow. in recruiting, uh, but I was he could talk that talk, and my you know my my parents was was in, very very interested and and um, excited about what they were offering as well, and so uh, man, that, the thing that that separated them was the only thing I saw was. Uh, Damien, you guys, um, Josh going up and down the field and Mike Leach offense. <laughs> like, I didn't even watch college football, but I just remember watching a game early versus Notre Dame. And yeah. I just remember him throwing the ball all over the place and it stuck. And then uh, it was BV and how passionate, how, how he was. It was just, it was hard as a, you know, young 17 with testosterone to just not connect with that. Um, and then on top of that, I was born in Oklahoma City, actually. So I had a ton of family there and it just it all all that stuff lined up. And it made sense for me being a you know, 17 year old kid receiver and uh, just having taken my trip and seen, you know, what campus was like and seeing the stadium and everything that was going on. Uh, I was I was hooked. Can I ask you a question, bro? Yeah. You probably don't remember. Do you remember that you lost my ID? I do. My host, <laughs> my magnificent host, teed it up. Hey. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I was, hey, well, man. I might have been. I'm. I might have been a little off. I might have, you know, had some kind of juice. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! No, no, we did not do give you any juice. That's not true. Hey, Barry, yeah. you were seventeen. You were mm-hmm. seventeen on your recruit visit, correct? Yeah, yeah. And couldn't get into wherever we took the boys. We took the boys out that night, and MC couldn't get in, so I had to give him my ID. And so, true story, bro. This is a true story, Barry. So MC uh, comes, has a good time, and you know, the crazy thing is, we we wanted MC and what's the other kid's name again? The kid that ended up going to Missouri. Your other Shadiah Mitchell. Shadiah Mitchell. By the way, both of them were cool and fan. They both they came to our apartment, whatever, whatever. So yep. we go to this club, and remember that MC? Everybody yep. had their highlight tapes. That was damn. That's great. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was dope. Yeah. Vontez, was that Vontez Duff's visit? Too? Vontez, uh, Duff, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, ended up going to Notre Dame. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we go to this club. MC goes. And, of course, MC goes in. And who knows what the hell they doing, right? We doing what we doing. They doing what they doing. And I think he even leaves and goes home with someone else. I don't even think MC came back with me. He came back with someone else. Right. The next day, I realized he has my ID. By the way, you all your food, your food, like all your stuff is a is a is attached to your ID for like so for like a week. I have no ID. And so uh uh BV is like, hey man, I want you to reach out to Clayton, such and such. You, you know, I don't remember what schools, but he was essentially trying to make sure you firmed up. Yeah, and I, uh, he gave me the phone from the field. 
I'm in the football field. He gave he gives me a cell phone, and wow. you pick up. I say, MC, I need my ID. You're right. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, no, bro, you got my ID, bro. That's amazing. <laughs> oh no, yeah, 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 it, yeah. It went down. It was a it was a glorious visit. And one that essentially sealed the bill. So, <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We're not talking about the visit, bro. I ain't trying to get in trouble. Mm. No, nah, we don't need that visit. Where is that? But um, yeah, that ID though, that thing in there, I, yeah, it was gone, bro. You know that was gone. Yeah, I had to go get a new one. I had to charge. I went to the game. <laughs> oh, you had to actually go get a new ID. Of course, I yeah, did. That's I, I, <laughs> that makes that know, even better. Like, of course, I didn't know where it was at. Like, he came uh, on his recruiting visit in like oh. January. He didn't come back to campus till like July, August. Or when did oh, you come? Goodness. Did you come in June? MC, did you come I in June? Or did in, you come in July? I came in June, so I was there for quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I tried to dip out in July. I think that was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. I'm not going. There. I'm not going. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we, I'm good. I'm good on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. All right, good stuff, bro. Go ahead, Barry. Can't yeah. So, on, yeah, for sure. Um, skipping a little, little bit ahead, but when you were playing uh, back in high school, when you were playing, what else did you play out outside of football? Did you have anything else? Um, whether basketball, baseball, just kind of what was your background there? I'm really curious. Man, it was uh so basketball was my that was my sport like that was my thing. Uh, I tell people a lot, everything I did on football field came from basketball. Like that was my love, and so I played basketball. I, I ran track as well. Uh, but a lot of you know in school and high school was like I'm, I'm playing these sports because I like them, but also don't have to deal with the other off seasons of each sport. <laughs> I didn't work out like I wasn't like a workout, a weight room dude. Like I didn't I try to, you know, skip all that. All I want to do is play. Uh, and I did. And so I would play, you know, football and then go roll right into basketball and then uh, roll in the track. And uh, even in addition to that, like I tried, I actually tried tennis one time, which is pretty cool. Uh, and I went out for baseball, didn't know nothing about it. Just coach like maybe you can run bases and went out. Tried it, didn't even work, didn't work. I was like, yeah, whatever. But um, them, them was, you know, those three were my main sports between football, basketball, and track. But basketball is my love. I, to this day, I'm still on the court on a regular basis. And my son is, you know, he got the bug now, and it makes me very happy. And so I get to spend time whooping him on the court. <laughs> that's that's actually really interesting. So the reason I brought that up is in preparation for this, I was watching a bunch of um, tape of yours, and I was really fascinated in the way that you used your hands when it came to um, making cuts. And almost mm. similar to like, performing a crossover and you'll use that offhand to give like a subtle nudge. And I was just curious about that because it, it seemed like it came really natural to you. You get in these really low positions really easily. And that's what made, I argue that that's what made CD lamb better. I think his last year, he got better at getting lower and just getting yep. in and out of those angles a lot better. Um, and that's cool. why, yeah. So I was just curious, man, that that's, that's really interesting. How did you, um, when you first got to OU, where were you at developmentally? Do you feel that, that your skills were where they needed to be to have early playing time or, or kind of what did that look like? No, uh, not at all. I, I, I needed a lot of work. Um, just, you know, from a skill perspective, I need a lot of work. I, what I was, was, uh, I was naturally quick. I mean, just thinking of basketball crossover, Iverson was like my guy, you know, back then. And everything was like just quick, quick, left, right, left, right. I wasn't going to run by you at all, but I was going to get hip to hip. And once I was hip to hip or a little bit in front, I'm, I know I'm going to win because you don't know which way I'm going to go and I can stop faster than you. And so it was it was some craft there, but physically I had a, a lot of work to do and then understanding kind of uh, our offense and, you know, a lot of a lot of when my route uh, job and responsibility outside of when I think I'm, or when I'm going to get the ball or whatever that is, understanding scheme and all that needed needed work and, you know, time to to really mature into, you know, those those were the, the biggest thing physically and then just understanding what what we were doing on offense was the biggest kind of hurdles uh, that I had to get over or or 
kind of grow into as I got got on campus. But the quickness stood out. Like I, I mean, I know Dame could tell you. Uh, MC came to campus, bro. MC came to campus. Hey, MC, tell me I'm saying this correct. You, uh-huh. Willie Peoples, yep, Atelio, Atelio, yep. Antonio, Antonio. Am I missing yep. anybody? Uh, nope. That's you that four, right? Yep. All right, so here it is. Those four guys come in. I, by the way, I remember you guys are class of 99 or 2000? Uh, that's two, 2000. 2000. Okay, perfect. So you guys come in the year we win the Natty or right after we win the Natty? The year we win it. Yeah, yeah. So you guys oh. are redshirting national championship season. We were, uh, correct. Okay, cool, yep. cool, cool. Got it. Okay. So, Barry, um, I want to say Perk came in first. And mm-hmm. Perk comes in and runs a 4-4. And 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 yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, four three eight, four four one, whatever. Like he 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 comes in and, and he's jumping 37 and a half, a 38, 38, like right out of high school. Right out of high and school. And so they're immediately like, okay, he's gonna be in the running. And then Willie P comes in, and Willie P comes in and is like four five five. By the way, he's a longer body guy. He's okay. what is Willie about six one? Six one. Six one. He was, probably came in one eighty two. Had a really good body. Uh, quick too. Quick. And then uh, I don't know if you came in last or Telio comes in. Telio comes in. I want to say Telio's coming off an injury. So he was kind of hobbled a little bit. And so he was kind of because he ran track and I think he had an injury in track. But by the way, Telio was like a 47 for the quarter mile track guy. He, he His four by one team, him and Poteet and those guys, they were like, you know, state, yeah. whatever, the Armour High School. Guys. So then MC comes in. And of course, I remember MC. MC, I was not your host, huh? But I think I was just, you guys were just we were, all with us. Yeah, we were all together. Yeah, yeah. I think I was Perk's host, actually. I think I was okay. actually. Okay. But anyway, MC comes in and Spurrier's like, oh, man, you know, we, we the, you know, Mark Clayton, you know, he commits. And we're like, cool. MC, four seven, four six. What'd you run? I don't remember. Seven, four seven, four. He runs. He runs a four seven. When all the freshmen come in, they run. Uh, they do a lift test. MC gets injured, and so um, <laughs> MC gets injured. But but I, I wasn't gonna bring it up, bro. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> MC got MC got injured lifting one thirty five. Oh no! Oh no! So we're all, but check this out, V. Check this out. Check this out. Cause this, this story is dope. This is a dope story. So MC comes in, he gets injured. By the way, I already got an affinity for MC. I like MC. I like, well, I actually like that whole crew. That freshman group, we literally were tight. But MC and Willie P, did we did you guys just yeah. play X? It was because you guys yeah. were both X's, huh? Because Perk yeah. and, and, and Atelier were Z's. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So JJ's JJ's leaving. It's me and Andre Wolfolk at X. Yep. MC and Willie P are coming in as the pups. And and me and Dre were best friends. And so we really just really just like took MC and Willie P under our wing. So MC comes in, he gets injured, whatever. Yep. He gets better. He comes in, and it's crazy that you brought this up, Barry, but MC was by far the best with his hands. So we're always, you know, people don't know this about our crew. And I said this last episode, 2004 receiver group is the best receiver group ever in the history of Oklahoma. I'll argue anybody, any era, the 2004 Oklahoma receiver group is better than the Lincoln groups. It's better than our group, even though we won. It's better than the groups beforehand. That group was ridiculous. But MC in that group, the other guys came in like, I mean, Atelio Curran, Perk was a freaking ridiculous athlete. Yeah. And Willie P, Willie P just had a frame and, and, and had a really good ground for him too. So MC, MC comes in fall camp, really good with his hands. Every practice, and I remember Spurg like look at MC. Like when MC would be going one way, his hands would be going the other way, and then he could boom, get his hands off you. He just couldn't run by people. Mm-hmm. So that season comes and goes, they red shirt. And they were notorious for having 6 a.m. workouts with Schmitty, and we'd all laugh because <laughs> right. 545. My God. 545. Yeah. They, they, and, and we'll have MC tell us one because I'd actually, one thing I'm thankful for is I never got a Schmitty in season workout because I was always on the travel squad. So if you didn't travel, you had to do a different workout with Schmitty than, yeah. the, the, ah. than, than the travel group had. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I never experienced that part because by the time he came, I was playing. Anyway, we go through the season where we win the Natty. Coach Burger comes and says, hey, Mackie, I want to move you to H. And then I think MC is moving to H. I'm moving UMC to H. They're bringing in some more guys. Jay Norm's moving to H. Or Jay Norm was in H, too. Me and Jay Norm were already H's. 
Yeah. 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 We're in the first spring practice. Uh, so we do off season summer MC and those guys are there with us in summer. He can tell you about that. I'm just telling you, he's going to tell you what I told you it was hell, but we get to spring and uh, I'm playing H I'm the first H I think Josh is second. And then in, like Josh and I are one, a one B and then MC's two. Well, we always switch. So MC's going to get, I don't know if you remember this day, MC, you probably do. So we, we always, we had to go against Roy every day. How often do we go oh, against Roy? MC? Yeah. Every day. I mean, yeah. Every day, every right. Monday, Tuesday, we had to go against Roy on one-on-ones. And then one day, we had to do a blitz drill. Yeah. So me and Josh are going against Roy. And Roy beats, Roy kicks my ass. Boom. Like, kicks my ass. And he's giggling. He, he, he. When Roy beats you, he'll kind of giggle. Got you, D-Mac. <laughs> and then Roy. <laughs> he's like, ha, ha. Right, right. He'll, 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 he'll embarrass you. Whatever. So then he gets, he gets uh, Jay Norm. Jay Norm tries to do something. He's lazy. Roy's just a, a, a quicker athlete than Jay Norm. So he, he locks Jay Norm. And I just hear Spark, damn it, Mackie, damn it, Norman, Clayton, get in. So Clayton, his year before, he's a 4'7 guy. What were you, 170, 175? Uh, this is my second. This no, is no, my... no, you're when you first came in, first came in. Oh, I was like 152. <laughs> okay, so literally <laughs> up, bro. Wow. Well, MC has an offseason with Schmidt. He yeah. has a, a, a summer, a season workout with Schmidt. And then he has okay. the offseason after the season with Schmidt. What are you, probably 180? And I got to 174. Two, like, yeah, I put on 20. It was, it was definitely a solid 20 that first year. Damn, wow. So he looks different in his uniform. But I look, you can see, like, my arms, they got yes. a little bigger, you know. Yes, MC looks thicker in his uniform. So I'm like, it's one of them days where I'm like, Roy ain't playing today. So he going to house all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, Roy was the most difficult matchup on the team. Straight up. MC's lined up. I think you had to run 98, which is a corner out for this slot receiver. Yeah. Barry. MC whooped his ass. Like, not, it wasn't like close. Like, he wiggled on him, stuck his foot in the ground. And, and like he said, he got hip to hip with him. He gave yep. him a little shoulder. Roy ran to the post. MC's running to the corner by himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. I said, uh oh, he about to get busy. Mm. And Man, Dre gets hurt. MC moves to X for a series, and then I get hurt. And, and pretty much the 01 season, yeah. you switched between X and H because I was hurt half the year. And, and, yeah, I was. You know, I mean, that's crazy. I, I like I don't remember that vividly, but I remember that. Man, was, oh, I remember it because I got I got my ass whooped. You got <laughs> right. I, stop I remember doing. Yeah, and Roy giggling. And then I just remember him and you could just see he had put together the natural ability he had. And then he got another like MC was MC and Willie P were the guys who would say, hey, Mac, why do we do this? Or if it was 98, why mm. uh, cross? He would ask, like, why are we supposed to push it too much? Like he wanted to know what he needed to do when he wasn't getting the ball. And that's when I was like, they about to be in trouble because mm. he's not just a guy who wants the ball. He wants to make sure the offense is is running on all, all cylinders. And yeah. I mean, the rest is history. Uh, See, man, oh, you, yeah. you, no, I used to I used to redraw our playbook yeah. in class, like on a regular basis and then come up with play, like my freshman, sophomore year, like insane, <laughs> crazy. The whole thing. It was it was cra like that mentality. And, you know, that it, it came from. You guys like Spurry was like that. They were always you were always about the whole the whole room, the whole play. Like everybody needs to know all the positions technically, actually. Uh, and the point in doing so is to make the offense literally unstoppable. Because if you know them all, I mean, what I mean, apart from injury, everybody is everybody's handling their business, taking on their responsibility, taking out whatever safety needs to be taken out. And you, the, obviously the quarterback can trust whatever it was that we was doing, which made us way more efficient and way more explosive and all of the things. But, bro, obviously that came from you guys. Kind of sidebar, you know, one of the, the things that I'm sure that this at some point bugs players too, but fans like to really overgeneralize stuff and be like, well, the, the team wasn't prepared or the team did did this or that. When, the, when, when you're talking about preparation, like act, the actual, mm. like how to quantify that, is that yeah. what you're talking about when it comes to a team being prepared? Like just everybody individually being yeah. so hyper aware of what needs to happen? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I remember, do you remember, the, was it those shirts we had? It was like pull your load or something like pull that. Your load. <clears throat> pull your load. You know what I'm saying? And For sure. Lot, that message is, is huge because... Which, well, 
I know, well, Smitty, what, what they did, Costa Smitty, they came in and they built a culture. And that culture was you come in, you take responsibility for your own actions, and you pull your load. You do your part. And if, if, you're, if you're doing your part, we're going to flow. Because what they did do was a great job of developing us. They gave us anything and everything that we needed to develop. And then we spent enough time in the classroom, and there was enough opportunity for you to go get in there on your own and, and, and do a little extra if you so pleased. And the guys that, that was really about that, really committed, really down, did that, which was quite a bit. We would have receiver meetings on our own, no coach, <laughs> like on a regular basis. And we would look at stuff on our own, no coach, on a regular basis, which spoke to the fact that we could show up, you know, on, on a Saturday, made the week, you know, probably the most difficult part because we're going against our defenses. But we could show up on a Saturday and essentially it was – it was cake. It was fun. It became fun because we knew what we were doing. Uh, we knew what they were doing, you know, most importantly, I think. And then on top of that, we was able to to just go play ball. But that was the culture that was built. And those guys, you know, set set the tone for that, which just oozed down to us. All this, you know, <clears throat> that layered on top of our, you know, skill and ability and just kind of the natural piece of it was just just took it to a whole nother level. And, you know, our deal was obviously we wanted to be the best crew in the country. Um, and a part of doing that was making sure you you did hold each other accountable. But that it wasn't so difficult doing that because everybody was was really about that life. Like everybody, you know, that that was life and that's all that mattered. And so it was it was a it was a great time because everybody was on the same page, putting in the same putting in the work and 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 getting it done. And then showing out on game day. All right, look, bro. Let me ask you this: before we transition out of college, I want to I want to ask you two things. And by the way, MC, let me just tell you, people have really enjoyed the show because we keep it a buck. Yeah. First guest, keep it a buck, bro. We don't. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. You already know what it is, right? Keep it a buck, but don't tell the you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so look, two things. Number one, I want to know if any what regrets you had while you were rocking the interlocked OU and Crimson and Cream. And then number two, you got to give us a story. And, and it, I need the details, bro. I need a Schmitty story of your time that was H-E double hockey sticks where he got in that ass. And it could be you or something you saw, but uh, both of those. I want to know what regrets you had walking away from OU and and uh, going on and obviously playing for professionally and then also a, a Schmitty story. Man, uh, so the regret piece, I don't – like there isn't – there isn't anything because it was um, it was not my plan. Like that wasn't it wasn't my plan to go to the universe to go there. You know, like I didn't plan to play college football. I certainly wasn't plan to go on to play in the NFL. I didn't. You know, I I was like I'm I'm set on the military <laughs> because wow. that's my family background. A lot of everybody in my family served in some capacity, but most of all the men. Uh, so I was like, that's that's what I'm gonna do. But then, you know, that recruiting started flowing in and it just changed, changed the, the the whole ship, the direction of the ship. And then getting there, you know, for the most part, I think it was more I was a happy go lucky guy. I don't know if you ever seen me had like a, a bad day, like ever. It was always just I'm happy to be here. Just at the um, end of Schmitty workouts. That because I yeah, I couldn't lift my arms and my leg. I couldn't walk. <laughs> I couldn't talk. Or I had a full body cramp one time. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! I literally, bro, basically paralyzed. Uh, yes, but uh, nah, dude. So going through all those years, four, five, five years, with was, was I mean, I I don't have, but you know, it was great, man. I I, I don't have any regrets with anything how it played out. Um, it was all um, a surprise, so you know, so to speak. And then, um, man, story, uh, Smitty, man. You knew this was coming. Um, dude, I don't, I mean, you know, my, my engage, my actual engagement with Smitty was very limited because I was with Coach Ed mostly. And then Mark Hill, you know, later. But what I do know is, uh, my freshman year, like I, I literally was quitting the team. I, I went to my grandma's and told her, I was getting a summer job and it was letting us come home for summer to work. <laughs> and she, I don't even know how she found out. I just, just grandma intuition, but um, man, the workouts my freshman year when I, I ruptured a pec muscle, I had a full body cramp 
And it was really it was a ruptured pec muscle that like sent sent me for the most part. I was like, nah, nah, I'm 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 good. I'm I think I'm a I'll figure something else out. And I literally quit, bro. Like I <laughs> I did. The workouts were were, were just dumb. Go in the morning, come back in the afternoon, talking about like, you know, we didn't need water. Like <laughs> you don't need water. <laughs> nah, like tough it out. And we would do like the first part of the workout and I'm thinking that's that's you know for the most part we're we're pretty good into this workout. No, nah, that's that's the warm up. <laughs> like that's the warm up. Okay. Uh, I remember getting on the 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 um, we used to run the ramps, and uh, you know freshmen come in. You know, at, like at first you're excited, and you you want to you want to work, you want you know get after it. I remember uh, book. But yeah, he's like freshman. He's like. Don't be trying to be no hero on these ramps. <laughs> Tell you. Sure enough, I, I I tried to hero that thing. <laughs> and I didn't make it. Like, I didn't make it. And I had to come back and run them bad boys, you know, later. Because if you don't make your times during your time, then you I'll see you next time. And it... Mm. It's, it's terrible and it's just you and you you can't you don't have the benefit of the other guys to kind of blend in and you know find ways to you know whatever get around get around you know the program but uh bro i i just i know it, what i do remember is is literally like had my mind made up that i was going to quit and that was going to be about it and i know it's because those workouts was was insane <laughs> like, like really insane but uh, it was, you know, my grandma brought me back. And then, you know, Willie P was like, MC, like, but like, seriously, bro, like, nah, you good. It, I mean, I, I'm hurting too. And I'm like, man, but you didn't have no full body cramp, nigga. Like, you ain't putting no pack. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and so I ended up, you know, obviously staying and, you know, the story's the story. It is what it is. But, bro, yeah, that, I mean, he, it was, it was work, bro. It wasn't no, it wasn't no cakewalk. You know, as as much I don't I don't know I never did you know boot camp or any of that, but I feel like that that shit was close. <laughs> so, qu- question, quick question, MC, did you uh, how much food were you having to throw back like those first couple years? Mm. Yeah, I was on a mandatory meal plan too. They made me. I had to eat like um, I did all my uh, the breakfast, lunch, dinner, and then snacks in between. I mean, like. <clears throat> nuts and all kind of like yogurts and or uh just everything in between oh it was the shakes i had to i had to have like it was something like two or three shakes a day or a shake with a meal something like that shakes was nasty bro they were nasty bro so nasty but they were it was like i had to i had to go in there get it and and mark off that i got it like They knew because I I had to go in there and like actually mark it off, but uh no nah, I I was the meal plan was stout and so I had you know they were like you need to eat this many eggs and you know that and then you have a bowl of cereal with that uh, dinner was like you need to eat this much this many ribs this this many sandwiches this you know it was they had me eating like crazy so it was just eating and lifting bro and bro, twenty pounds later I don't know my my BMI was was pretty solid. Uh, but yeah, that meal plan was the deal. Interesting. Yeah. That's so much of, um, of the, the strength plan that people don't realize like the, the workouts are what gets posted, but for anything to happen to the body, the amount of food that you are having to eat (laughs) to manage your recovery is just ridiculous. Um, so, so kind of transition in a little bit, obviously you have a great career at OU get drafted i believe 22nd overall i believe uh yeah, yeah so first round so you're obviously you know considered a lead at that position going into the nfl um but you get there where do you this time you talked about coming into the college game a little bit where did you feel you stood when you got into the nfl game in terms of your talent level your skill and then what were what were some of the things you had to to work on early on Man, I like I getting there was like it was crazy. Like to actually get there and go through a practice and be like, man, this is cake to be <laughs> like. Um, 
I was excited to get there, but I feel like the way our system, uh, being there and how we we did things and ran things, and you know, it, it was it really conditioned us to be a pro. Um, you know, and I, at that, I mean, knowing the difference between an OU, uh, you know, an, any other elite college program versus you know a D three or a D two or something like that is 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 major. It's major. Um, so it was like stepping foot in the locker room and, you know, seeing all these guys and, and Baltimore is known for the defense. And, you know, there's, there's Ray Lewis and Ed Reed and Suggs and, you know, Kelly Gregg's in there. Corey Ivey's in there, uh, Damien. Yeah, um, hey, that that's squad, yeah. baby. KG right. and CI, man. CI and that, hey. It was, I mean, it was, it was great to get in there and be around those guys. And, you know, I was all bright eyed, you know, and everything at first, but bro, getting into camp, it was like, man, this is, I can do this. Like I can do this forever. <laughs> um, getting the offense down was, was simple. It was not as complex as what we did at Oklahoma wow. at all. Um, very basic. And I would always often be like, man, it, Ain't no more layers. I mean, I, I remember watching the NFL and you like audible at the line, right? You can call different plays like in the middle of the play, you know, just stuff like that where I'm like, why aren't we doing this? Um, but it was, you know, getting that scheme was pretty cake in, in Baltimore. Um, and then, you know, the level of competition at that point, I, you know, I went from that 4-7 to I ran 4-4-1 at Combine. And so my fastest, I touched like, you know, four, three, seven, four, three, eights. Um, and so at that point, I'm I'm like, with my mind and my quickness, I can pull off too. And I was, um, you know, rookie year was fun. Like it, it, it was fun. Uh, but the, I was, I was more disappointed in the fact that our offense was pretty as bland as it was as a rookie, um, which is, you know, probably pretty weird but that's what it was uh and I who was your that. q mc mc who was your q that you was it the kid from cal yep kyle bowler bowler that's his name yeah which uh you know i suppose presented some limitations and you know in that regard but was still I, it was and i i attribute that to just how we how we were how you know our offense what we were in and how we learned things and had, was able to retain a lot of information and then you know go under pressure and perform uh, going to the NFL wasn't any different. Interesting that you said, and I never knew this, you said that the offense at Baltimore was more basic than our offense at OU. That's crazy. Yeah. Granted, we did have line adjustments. We had pre-snap. We had hots. We had a, there were a lot of different mobility and flexibility in the offense. Yeah. But when you guys got to Baltimore, it sounds to me like the offense's job was just to make sure – Ball control, kick a field goal, get points, and make sure the defense wrapped it up. Or, or what was your, what was your thought process on how? Because, uh, like you said, you had Hall of Famers all littered all across the damn defense, exactly. right? Yep, yep. And I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, to this to this day, Baltimore is still, you know, that's the culture. Is yeah. is grimy, is tough. Is we're gonna make this game really close, and we're gonna squeeze this clock, and we're gonna figure out how to win in the end. And I'm, I mean, it was, it was great to be in that, a part of that, um, you know, cause I, I like that, you know, I'm going to smack somebody. That's what, <laughs> you know, BV got, you know, we had receivers that was, that like to smack. Facts. Like, we block downfield. We will knock, knock somebody out. Like that's what we did. Uh, and so it was, I was in and it was good, but then there's also being a receiver in the NFL and wanting to be elite in the NFL. Right. And you can't be an elite receiver um, in that offense. And so, I mean, you can, you can get some numbers, but you ain't going to be an elite receiver because you're, you're limited on kind of the scheme. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was an interesting dynamic to, to go and, and love that culture, but not love the scheme that we ran. And it, it was pretty simple. Let me let me let me compound and ask you this one because you you may or may not remember this. You get you get traded or for, I don't know how, but you end up in St. Louis with Sam. And, yeah. and I and I heard uh, Barry say he was a St. Louis. Shame on you, Barry. Shame on you. I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying, man. But respect, man. that particular season, I was a diehard Rams fan because oh, MC's playing in Sam and, and MC first game, hundred yards. Is that right? Four or five catches, one hundred eleven yards, something like that. Like ten for one. 
Something. Something know. ridiculous. And I, because yeah. I kept telling people, I said, y'all don't know, but MC is a beast. And they, I don't know, like, bro, right. he's playing an offense. <laughs> right. They run the football and play defense. Wait till he get to an offense where they throw the rock. So you get to St. Louis yep. and you have they game won. one. And I believe we text each other or whatever after that game. I'm like, you know, you, yeah, yeah I'm finally going to get a chance. Yep. And then what, you, what what happened there? Was it a knee injury? Bro, what happened? What happened yeah, it was a knee that? injury. Yep. So day one, I still, I got traded the week of the first game. I uh I talk I I pull in on I flew in on uh on the Monday or yeah like a Monday and Pat Shermer was like he's like uh hey he said you think you you think you better know the offense by by game I was like absolutely <laughs> uh he's like all right bet all right here's the playbook blah blah you know obviously you know the, the go whatever Wednesday we'll, we'll get it we'll get the meetings and we'll get after it but by Monday by Wednesday. I knew the offense, like I knew, I knew his shit. Cause it, I mean, it was West Coast offense, but I like I knew it, I knew it. And he was, you know, we get to practice Monday, and he's calling plays and lineup. Blah blah. He's like, man, you really, you really know this, don't you? I was like, yeah, like for real. Uh, I think there's an article uh, from St. Louis. I don't know if I have it or not, but just about that. Like I literally learned the offense in like a couple of days. But that was like it was refreshing to me because this offense was it had a lot more depth to it, and he had a lot more uh, variations for what we would do in the passing game. And I'm like, bro, I, I absolutely love this. And so it brought me back to you know some like feeling like I was at you know in college again, knowing we were to throw the ball all over the field and have some fun and get after it. And sure enough, first game I think Sam had like 50, 55 attempts. You know, I had like 10 catches and all the, you know, yards and whatnot. And, you know, we were just, we were just like, oh, yeah, this, this is going to be great. But then, uh, should week five uh, roll around and we're in Detroit. And I just remember, I was running, you know, we checked, we we're running play, whatever, it's them look out, man to man, one on one. He's like, you know, gave me a go. I'm like, bet, play ball. <laughs> and so uh, I, you know, make my move, take off, and Sam throws it up. And he, you know, threw it flat and a little long, and I just reached for it. And then I just, I fell. I could, I, I tried to step down, and then there was nothing there. And so I fell, and then you know, I tried to, you know, lift my leg, and then my the, you know, from my knee down, I couldn't. Like it was just kind of there. Oh, and wow. Reggie came over and, uh, you know, looked at it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that's." He's like, "That's Patella right there." I like tell him. I was like, nah, I just I think he just kicked me in my knee. And he's like, nah, yeah, that's he said, yeah, 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 that's a that's a rupture. He's like, that's Patella. And then, you know, that that was the beginning of the journey to uh re- recovery from a patella tendon rupture complete. Oh my gosh. How was the recovery on that? Man, it was the longest of my surgeries. I've you know, now at this point, I've had nine uh, surgeries, and that one was by far the longest recovery. It took a solid year to be like, like decent, like pretty good. Man, did they have to monitor you for for a while? Like going through that process, was it pretty regular of like you having to come in, get it looked at, like especially right after surgery? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, wow, it was big procedure. Uh, those things, I was, you know, your crutches, none weight bearing for like a solid month, mm-hmm. which, you know, your leg atrophies and all that stuff. But then like, bro, it was, it was, it was the worst pain that I felt from any surgery. Like there, there was a couple nights where I was literally was about to call 911 because I just, I could not, I couldn't take it. Like I couldn't, the man's didn't do nothing, nothing did nothing. And I was like, bro, I, I think I got Call nine one one because my heart about to stop. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right. Definitely want to end this deal or something like that. I want to. I want to, I want to <laughs> yeah. jump back into BV. Our yeah, coach is back. And, and by the way, I, I had totally forgotten he recruited you. There's, there's something to that. Walk me through what your expectations are for our squad. Yeah. Um, what you think the culture might look like, yeah. and and what are some of the pluses that he's going to bring back on the side of the Sooner Nation so that uh, we can get our asses back to a national championship? Yeah, bro. I think I really. I, th- I think for us it's going to be uh, the culture is just having a bunch of really smart, tough motherfuckers straight up. Uh, I think, you know, with BB at the helm, I know the mentality. I know where he's, where he's coming from. So I think what we're going to be able to do and what we'll see uh, is a 
is a is a defense one um, flying around because a lot of there's no no championship without defense. Excellent. And um, I mean, look at any any other guys who've who've won in the past years and in, in their defenses and what they've done on defense. And it's not that you're you're holding teams to three points or seven points even. It's just um, opportunistic defense. You know, having dudes on the field that you know as the game winds down, you got you know guys that can get a stop, make a play. Period. And we haven't had that. And so um, that primarily is is what I'm excited about seeing him develop and put on put out put on the field. Uh, in addition to just a tough team, tough defense, tough offense, tough special teams, um, and and gritty. You know, we we going to the end, and you know the whole. I mean, there's sooner magic, but then there's just nah, nah. It's a fight, and, and we ain't like I. I'm dry. You might you know shoot my arm, like get my arm. I lose arm, whatever. Like I, I, but but you you're gonna have to put your foot on my throat and kill me. If not, I'll figure out a way to win this game. Like we're gonna figure out a way to win this game. But having that mentality, I think going forward, I think is 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 gonna be a big part of the culture. And I think we'll see that uh, on the field. And 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 you know, it comes from the head man and and Schmitty being in the building. Um, just tough, bro. I can't. You know, I. I there, there ain't a better word to me uh, between those two being tough and gritty uh, when it comes to, you know, having a team that really has the potential to win a national championship. Those are those are foundational in, in championship ball. And so I, I think that culture is is, is definitely coming back. Um, development, I think, is, is coming back, like really developing players, um, you know, defensively again um and then on top of that i think we we have some fun because i know you know you know after the work has been put in and the grind that it takes to get it all done it makes it it, it does make it fun like it, it's it's hard and you know it, it takes a lot but at the end of the day you know you you know you can you really have a chance to win the national championship and that makes it that makes it fun let me ask you this little bro would you say yeah, make sure I ask this question correctly. Would you say, you know, would you say your time at OU was your most, uh, you had, where you had the most fun, even though we <clears throat> played for free versus being, <laughs> a, professional who, uh, yeah. <laughs> being a professional who's actually, you know, compensated, which is, I'm just right. interested to know you experienced both. I never got a chance to play on Sundays. Yeah. Where did you have more fun? College by far. Cause it, I mean, it is the, the circumstances kind of, you know, 17 year old getting, Getting out of the house, getting away from my mom, Miss Clay. Like I'm like getting away from that, getting away. Shout from out me. to Mama Clayton, by Shout the way. Shout out to Mama Clayton. Clayton. But like, yeah, getting out of that house, I was like, I was hella excited. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so you know that that dynamic being a part of going into your manhood was, you know, set the set the stage for, I think, the most fun the most excitement that you could have because that was exciting alone then you're going to you know this university of oklahoma who would go on to win a national championship that year i mean it 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 didn't get any better like i was on cloud nine just leaving the house and so everything else was (laughs) was a bonus and so um man yeah i it it wasn't nothing like that like transitioning to your manhood um going to that caliber of university having that type of experience and you know being in front of that that kind of crowd week in week out um and 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 connecting and developing those relationships and friendships that are still the tightest to this day um for me and i I, nothing will ever replace that like at all it was a huge transition and i felt like the nfl was just a an extension of that it was exciting to get in there and go through the draft like that was exciting like it was overwhelming almost but then just to be in there it became uh it was it's was, it was just ball it's football it's it's, it's, it's work <laughs> you know it started to be like you know you got this is what you do for a living as a career and so um yeah college was college was where it's at bro well mark i think uh i think that's an awesome spot to uh kind of kind of close this thing down 
Um, tell people uh, where they can find you, follow you, kind of what you're doing, doing today, and uh, just uh, j- just kind of the lowdown. Man, so uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram at Clayton.mc, and then on Twitter is uh, ClaytonMC9. But um, yeah, now I'm actually uh, me and Dame are business partners. Um, working on building a, a, a company, Trinity Retirement Solutions. Um, when I retired, I went into developing a headphone, went into uh, the crypto space. I actually got my real estate license and now have my uh, insurance insurance license and um, I'm working with Dame on building our company. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. Beautiful. Beautiful. Crew love. Crew love. Say that. Hey, don't don't show him the symbol though. Don't get mad. Don't show him. The <laughs> hey, when he first man, man, you tell him. Chill, yeah. chill, MC, chill. Like, <laughs> I get grieved every time I do it from somebody from all you. Barry, don't ask, bro. Don't ask. It's okay. <laughs> all all is fair. That um, sounds good. Yeah. Well, well man, we, we want to thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for uh for giving us your time. Very, very, very kind, and we appreciate it so much. And I know that all of the the OU faithful are going to equally appreciate it. I feel like maybe this is a a, a side or a little more in-depth uh kind of look at, at you, which man, that, that's the people want to know and know their sooners. The people want to feel like they you know, got that connection with them. And hopefully we're able to able to bring that with stuff like this. So we want to thank you very much. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, Barry. Good to meet you, man. Love what you guys are doing and appreciate you having me on, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah, I owe you dinner, brother. I owe you dinner, brother. I appreciate it. Oh, we good. Then I'll get you back. You know how it goes. (laughs) Yes, sir. All right, man. you. You too. Love you, man. Love you too, bro. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Barry and Max Show. It was an absolutely fantastic conversation with OU legend wide receiver Mark Clayton. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as we did. Please make sure that you go leave us a rating and review on iTunes, anywhere else that you get your podcasts, anywhere you could possibly leave us a rating and review. Please make it happen so we can keep uh, keep growing the show. Also, follow the Instagram at the Barry and Mac show. We want to do some cool stuff on there, do some lives, do some Q and A's. We have a lot of things planned. Also, the Twitter is up at Barry and Mac SHW. Uh, also make sure that you follow our own Instagram pages at Dame that dude. That's D A M E T H A T D U D E. And then mine is at B wise fitness at B W I S E fitness. Also, want to give a massive shout out uh, to Deja Intendu. Her, that's her Twitter handle. She's the one who did our podcast artwork. Uh, want to make sure that she gets all the credit in the world for doing a fantastic job that so many of you have complimented us on, saying, "Man, that that artwork looks so good. Where on earth did you guys get that done?" There you go at D E J A underscore, underscore, E-N-T-E-N-D-U. I cannot believe I got through that, but I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to hear the feedback. Want to hear who else you guys want us to bring on. We're going to try and make a lot of things happen here. We love, at this point, bringing you content, and we're going to keep doing it until you guys tell us you don't want it anymore. So, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. We're out.